0: Okay, guys, I'm gonna be super honest with you. This is my 45th take <laughs> trying to start this podcast. I, I literally have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but all that to say, my name is Ryan O'Neill and I make music under the name Sleeping At Last. And uh, welcome to the very first episode of my first ever podcast. <laughs> I am so, so, so honored and grateful that you would take a moment to even check this out and kind of see what what the whole thing's about. Um, If you had asked me six months ago if I have any interest in ever creating my own podcast, I would have given you far too many reasons of why it was a terrible idea. Um, Among those reasons would have been, I don't love my speaking voice. Um, I would drive myself insane by editing. Uh, every silly thing I accidentally said or um, thing that I didn't think sounded quite right or <laughs> it, would, it would be a mess. Um, and then also I feel like there's there's a surplus of incredible content in podcasts right now. And uh, it's it, quite frankly, it's very intimidating. But for some reason over the last uh, several weeks, as I was continuing on with this tradition of writing uh, these blog posts called How It Was Made, um, which, which basically are these, uh, just these posts on my website, documenting and detailing the the making of of several songs that have been coming out over the last few years. So I've been doing this, and I, I just I really love that process. Even for my own closure of each song, it's been really really therapeutic to remember and, and document and write down why why I did what I did in the recording, why I chose to have the limitations on production that I chose, or uh, what instruments I decided and what they mean to me and what the lyrics mean to me, um, just kind of taking these songs apart. So it's been such a joy to be able to um, articulate all of that into these blog posts. The more I thought about it, the more I thought that it's, it's kind of a shame that these posts have been limited to the written word uh, when, when I'm talking about something that is so auditory. So the natural evolution of these "How It Was Made" blog posts um, kind of came in the in the shape of, of a podcast. So that's kind of what I'm going to do here, and I honestly have no idea if it will be uh, interesting at all. But it's a it's a little bit of an exercise in letting go, and I, I think that that's that's personally probably a really good thing for me. Um, I can also debut songs for the first time on this podcast. I can I can elaborate on why I'm creating the thematic music that I'm creating and the the thematic series that I'm starting and each of these concepts and what I'm excited about. And um, so for all of those reasons, um, here we are. I've got this podcast and I'm I'm so glad to be talking to you guys. Thank you so much for listening and for being curious about the music that I'm making and um, why I'm doing what I'm doing. It honestly means the world to me. For this first episode, I wanted to talk to you about a brand new song that I'm going to debut right now for you guys. And not only am I going to introduce you guys to a new song, but I'm, I'm going to uh, get to explain and, and announce a new project that I'm that I'm working on. Um, this is actually a new series of songs that this song belongs to. Uh, the, the series is called Astronomy and um, it is going to be a series of songs inspired by astronomical events. Basically, the concept is each year, um, as you may know, uh, scientists are able to predict with, with incredible precision all of these upcoming events in space that are observable. It blows my mind that we live in a, a time in the world where um, we get to kind of peer into the future a little bit. And so as each year begins, I will uh, secretly decide which of the astronomical events coming up um, I'm most excited about. And uh, as I write, I will be um, inspired by the information and all of the research I can come up with from each of these events and sort of treat the music like it's a score or a, a soundtrack to these upcoming events which I imagine being mostly made up of instrumental pieces of music. This first one is probably, at least in our lifetime, uh, one of the most famous astronomical events to occur, coming up um, very shortly here, August 21st, and it is the total solar eclipse across the United States. Uh, so I thought that was a better place than any to uh, to start out this series. Um, and each of these songs coming out are going to be Titled first with the date and year, and then, um, we'll, we'll just have the title of the event. So this first song that I'm going to talk about is called August 21st, 2017 total solar eclipse, which is, I know it's not, not exactly going to roll off the tongue, but, um, I'm going to affectionately refer to it as eclipse. So I am so excited to, uh, to introduce you to this, this instrumental piece of music, which I imagine as being the, um, a score of sorts or a soundtrack to, to the experience of seeing a total solar eclipse for the first time. This whole new astronomy series is um, meant to do a few things for me. Number one, it brings me back to to getting to write songs about space, which I um, adore. Uh, if you've listened to my music in the past, you... You probably have already gathered that um, it, it shows up in a lot of the imagery in my lyrics, um, as well as in my Atlas series, I wrote a song for each of the, the planets in our, in our solar system. So it excites me to no end to be able to return to writing songs inspired by space. But also, I wanted it to be—I wanted it to be kind of a, a little bit more of an experimental thing. These will mostly be instrumental songs. Um, they won't be competing with uh, with my other projects. Like currently, I'm working on Atlas Year Two and wrapping that, um, wrapping the final chapter of that project up with uh, with Enneagram songs, which I will be um, debuting as well as uh, talking about on this podcast. So that is coming up very soon. I don't really see an end date for astronomy. I think that it is, it is incredible, the, the things that go on um, just overhead and all around us in the universe. So it feels like a really, really, really fun challenge and experiment to, to just always pull inspiration from these different events by researching them and learning as much as I possibly can so for eclipse i um i've been excited about this upcoming total eclipse for a long time and so when the idea came to do this series i knew that it needed to start with uh with this eclipse from everything i've heard experiencing a total solar eclipse in person is a really is a really beautiful and meaningful and maybe even spiritual experience for people and so i thought what a great place musically to to start and kind of imagine so i i uh as I was writing that piece of music, I, I, I watched as much footage as possible of, of total solar eclipses happening, basically pulling in as much possible information about eclipses that I, I can. And um, so the the germ of the idea uh, originated by um, realizing that the longest point of totality, the longest duration of totality in this upcoming eclipse is two minutes and 40 seconds uh, and I thought, okay, so I'm going to start there. The song needs to be exactly that. So it needs to score the exact length, uh, the longest length of this August 21st eclipse. So that's kind of where I started. And then, as uh, as as I mentioned, I, I wrote songs for each of the planets in our solar system, as well as, as part of that series, I wrote a song for the sun and I wrote a song for the moon. And so I thought, it wouldn't it be interesting to kind of maybe musically pull those pull those two songs in somehow and, and as, a, as a small subtle nod so the first sound that you hear in the song which is this that is an, an incredibly slowed down uh, stretched out version of the intro to "Sun," my song "Sun." I love the idea of starting with that, obviously as you're as you're watching uh, a solar eclipse you're 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 well you shouldn't be directly looking at the sun, but it is where it starts, and then uh slowly the moon covers up the sun and then I thought it would only be fitting to do the same thing for my song moon, so um I did all sorts of different processing on it that made it sound uh a little bit different, kind of had a different uh. EQ tone than the sun did. And so I I put that together, which kind of almost like a a, a shadow pulls over uh, the sun, which is very literal and very intended. (laughs) So the second instrument you hear is um, an instrument that I have loved for a very, very, very long time. It's called Sound Prism, and it's actually an app on um, iOS. It's uh, it's created by Audanica, um, which are. Uh, People that I've gotten to know uh, a little bit over the last several years, and they they created this instrument that is primarily used on the iPad or the iPhone. um, That is just really, really, really beautiful and stunning. And um, the way it lays out, I encourage you to check it out. Um, The way it lays out on the screen is this uh, this beautiful grid, and it just makes you interact with music in a different way than than a lot of other instruments do. Um, so those, those two chords are just, um, they, they've actually been around. Um, I've, I've had this little recording of kind of jumping back and forth between those two chords for probably five or six years. And I've had, I, I recorded it with my iPhone directly. And when, uh, when this song was kind of coming together, I, I just remember that tone and that, um, that, that chord progression and feeling like, um, even though it's incredibly simple, it just felt like the right spirit. Next, you will hear a choir, which is made up of nine absolutely amazing singers, uh, all part of a, an a cappella group in town uh, called Sonata Problem. Uh, I live in the suburbs of Chicago, and um, these these amazing singers are. Uh, local as part of North Central College, and I had the privilege of, of, of performing with them live at a, at a recent TEDx event. And I was just so blown away by their voices that I, um, when I was writing this song, I knew that the, the human element of this experience of observing this, this incredible um, eclipse and this, this, uh, this kind of wonder that we might feel, um, it needed to have a human voice. but lyrics didn't feel right. So um, as I started kind of playing around with the idea of the human voice, it it, for some reason felt right to sing it as a choir. so I started writing uh, these choir parts, and when it came time to to make them real and no longer a synthesizer, I I called um, my friends over in that a cappella group and um, asked if they were if they were interested in being a part of the song. And uh, so it ended up being nine singers that you hear. I've recorded them several several takes worth of uh, of them singing what you hear. So there's there's you, you're going to hear probably. Close to thirty something voices, um, but those are those are those are coming from nine individual beautiful singers. Just a few days ago, as a matter of fact, I recorded them in this um, great hall space. It's a concert hall at um, North Central College, and it's called Wentz Concert Hall, I believe. And I just had such a wonderful time. Um, these singers are, are incredible people, and um, are so talented. So to be able to hear uh, this this choir piece that is very simple in nature come to life with uh, with these dynamic singers it was a real special treat. One of the ideas behind the choir, as I mentioned, was uh, I wanted I wanted. I wanted to have the perspective not only of merging the sun and the moon and and that concept, but I wanted, I wanted to reflect our human experience to be able to kind of see this, this miraculous thing happen or this, this incredible, uh, event that we get to share together. Uh, so it felt like it needed, it needed the human voice. And, um, I was, I was playing around with the idea of having the choir sing words and, it didn't feel quite right. I felt like there's maybe this this kind of event is the kind of thing that might, that should leave you speechless. So rather than singing words, I wanted them to sing several vowels. So I wanted it to give the impression that there's there, there truly aren't words for this. And then in the very center, which you can't really, you can't really hear, um, Audibly, but you'll you'll know it's there. You can hear them singing the same part um, with the word "Hallelujah." I felt like that was a group of people that that can't find the words, and then um, somehow that's the only thing they can utter out in in experiencing this. So after um, that dynamic peak in the center of the song, which is a, uh, if you listen to Sleeping Last music, you've probably noticed that I, I really love the great build in, in songwriting structure. I love the last chorus being the biggest, most you know, um, dynamic of, of any of the parts of the song. So it was a fun, this was a fun experiment to be able to, to put the largest dynamic right in the dead center of the song, uh, reflecting you know, the very center of totality in this eclipse. So after that, I thought rather than kind of it being a mirror image of the the music that came before it, I wanted to introduce some new instruments. So I introduced a Wurlitzer that has like this detuning effect that I I really, really loved, which sounds like this. And I kind of like that. Um, It almost... brings to mind like your, your knees are a little wobbly, like after you experience experienced something special. Um, and I, I, like the, the imperfect nature of that, but it's also still kind of meandering, like somebody trying to talk about the experience, but they can't, they can't, uh, they just, they're just fumbling, fumbling through the words. So, <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun writing this. It was, it was a really fun thing to research and to try to figure out what a solar eclipse might sound like. August twenty first, the total solar eclipse happens, and I hope you have some really fun plans to observe it. And I would be incredibly honored if you would consider this new piece of music uh, as part of the part of the soundtrack to your your viewing experience. For me, I will be um, traveling south, so I uh, am in the suburbs of Chicago, as I mentioned, and. Um, the closest uh, path of totality for us in Illinois is, uh, is actually at the southern southern point of the state. So I will be traveling with some friends to go down there and to see it, and we're, we're all hoping that the weather is going to be great and clear and we get to experience this, uh, this beautiful, beautiful event and tell our kids about it and when they grow up and tell their kids about it and all that fun stuff. I'm, I'm not putting that much pressure on it being that amazing, but I, <laughs> I do hope it's a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I, I'm, I'm elated to, to get to talk to you guys about my creative process and about the things that I love and this insane adventure I get to, to be a part of in creating music. And more than that, thank you so much for listening to these songs. It, it truly you, you are the reason that I get to do what I love with my life. So thank you. I, I, I am so, so grateful. It means the world to me.